in the future and that I know that, hey, I'm not going to just ask you to do things for me for free. Now, the positioning of it should also be if it meets your numbers next time, can we not do the prepayment? Welcome to Unmiss, your go to digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Ulatovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game. Let's get started. Hello, good people. Welcome Hello. to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Hello, guys. To everyone. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> we, we care only about quality. We don't care about bad, good. I, I don't know I'm good or bad. Sometimes I'm bad. <laughs> Sometimes I'm good. I, I'm trying to be good, but uh, it's me. And uh, I love only getting new skills on this podcast. Uh, today we are going to discuss more about affiliate marketing, how you can grow your business with Amber Spears. How are you? You're great, man. You look so tan. I can <laughs> yeah. see that the Florida life has been has been totally good to you. Uh, yeah, I love uh, nature. I love spend time to uh, to breathe fresh air. That is why I have this background. I can spend time. Love it. Um, yeah, feed alligators uh, every single day. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's part of reloading my mind you know totally. if you have some hobbies you can be more productive in your job amber you spoke on my podcast i love all your valuable insights you shared before about affiliate marketing so i decided to invite you one more time to bring <laughs> more valuable bombs i have new listeners who might not know you but they will know you and follow you after this podcast so let us know more about your experience background and anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you yeah i appreciate that it's great to be back thank you um and you know what's interesting is i feel like since uh, alex marmosi's a hundred million dollar leads uh, came out that we've had so many more people reaching out to us to talk to us about affiliate marketing. It's all just been kind of coming to a head. You know, I've been speaking on stage about affiliate marketing for the last 10 years. And uh, sometimes it just felt like I was speaking into the abyss and all of a sudden uh, more and more companies, especially since COVID have been reaching out. And then now Alex Hormozzi is a new kind of wave because he talks about how um, you know affiliate marketing is a way to generate leads for your business. And certainly I think that um, he is helping educate the masses on the power of affiliate marketing. <clears throat> and uh, it's, a, it's, fun, it's a fun time to be doing this because now more and more people are are reaching out and wanting to work with us and and they're companies of, of really big size you know really really large companies in every category so it's exciting awesome awesome um let's start from the basic can you tell where to start and what to do first for example i i have big clients uh who want to cover new channels mm -hmm. in most cases we help with seo uh, digital marketing but not affiliate marketing it's not our strong side so i usually tell them reach out to these experts they can help much better than me will bring new direction but what i found it's important to understand what what it means and for example if i see that my clients don't understand seo i tell them take my course learn from google learn on youtube just get the basic it doesn't matter uh, what kind of expert can help you you need to understand the basic then you can yes. cooperate together to uh, to bring great results so let's imagine um you get new clients they know anything nothing about affiliate marketing what they need to do to learn the basic 
That's such a good question. Um, and I totally agree with you when you say that clients need to be educated. Um, you know, that's something that I always say to my clients. A lot of them come to me and they just want me to do it for them, right? They're like, here's, I have money. Let me give you my money. And then you just do all the affiliate uh, marketing for me. And to be frank with you, those are the worst types of clients because they don't understand what it is that we're building. So not only do they, they not understand the value, they don't understand how to lead their teams internally in their business. And that's really, really important. So for me, um, I don't want to be the person building your affiliate program forever. If the affiliate program inside of your business is growing and it's acquiring customers, eventually you need an in-house team to be running that program for you. And if you don't know how to lead that team, if you don't know um, how to set KPIs for that team and you know what, what the cadence and the rhythm of your program should be, then you're really not going to be able to grow it in any substantial way. You're gonna get really frustrated. So I think first and foremost is uh, not just uh, education, I think it's clarity. Um, I was just talking to uh, a company yesterday that does over $200 million a year in sales and they were so excited about doing affiliate marketing. They're already doing really well um, in a lot of different channels. And they're like, we want to do it. We're ready to go. And, you know, the first thing that I always say to people is let's really figure out uh, what your affiliate program is. Right. And and when I say program, I mean, what is the structure? I want every single person listening to think about you know, if you're going to do affiliate marketing, the first thing that I'd want is the commitment that you are going to spend time learning what it is. You know, if, if you were to come to me tomorrow today and say, hey, I want to be a YouTube influencer, then we know what you'd have to do. You'd buy the books, you'd, you'd be reading the courses, you'd be understanding the algorithm, you would be, you know, taking your pictures and your thumbnails and trying all the different things. You'd be trying short form, you'd be trying long form because you know that that has its own rhythm and its own tempo. It's the same thing with affiliate marketing. It has its own algorithms, it has its own politics, it has its own phrases, its own vocabulary, it has its own metrics, it has its own best practices. And it's, it's something that you need to learn and it's gonna take time to do that. It's gonna take time to grow it. So the first thing I would say is commit to doing it and not just do half in, half out, right? I don't wanna work with somebody that's like, oh, I just, I'm doing an affiliate program because my, you know, I see my friends doing it or my biggest competitors doing it. So I wanna do, I'm just gonna mimic what they do. Every business is different. You need to understand your own numbers and you need to understand where you fall on the on a totem pole. So I would say first and foremost, commit to to spending a year minimum building your program. And no one on this, no one listening is gonna like that. They want it done overnight, right? But that is the truth. You you need to learn the language and learn the formulation and build a program that's actually gonna be attractive to affiliate partners. So that's step number one. How do you determine what your program is i think you need to do research you need to see like for example how much are you paying right now to acquire a customer that's a good place to start would you be willing to pay an affiliate partner that amount of money right to to scale your business like for example um working with a, a company called SaaS academy and they are an amazing company and they spend a lot of money to acquire customers. And uh, they have really one, probably one of the best companies I've ever seen internally in terms of their team and the results that they get. And they're spending a lot of money to acquire a customer because they have a high ticket on there. 
But in working with them and building out their affiliate program right now, what we're able to find is they're actually going to be able to pay affiliate partners a little bit less than what they're paying Google or sorry, uh, Facebook right now. And they're going to be able to, to grow their program like more consistently through that channel, but because they know their numbers. So I think that's the first step is just saying, what are we currently paying to acquire a customer? Would I be willing to pay that to someone that I know, like, and trust? That's a good kind of starting point. And then I'd also research like, what are other people like me paying their affiliate partners, right? So that's always a good kind of indicator of like, where do I fall? If I can only afford to pay $5 and my competitors are paying 500, there's a big delta there, yeah. right? Just kind of figuring out where do you sit on the totem pole. The other thing when I'm talking about clarity that's really important is what types of affiliates are you talking about, right? If you're talking about traditional affiliates, which are like, you know, your SEO affiliates, your lead gen affiliates, brand to brand, coupon code review sites, you know, all that kind of stuff, then they are going to require a, a certain type of asset or entry point. They're going to need, you know, like eBooks or they're going to need like, um, you know, maybe VSLs or long form sales pages or what have you, right? So they're going to need a certain type of asset to promote you. It's going to need to hit a certain amount of revenue for them to promote it. And they're going to want to work on a certain type of system. Maybe it's ClickBank or maybe it's Infusionsoft or maybe it's Commission Junkie. So you just need to understand like, who are we going after first and why are we going after that type of affiliate partner? Um, some people will say affiliates and they really mean influencers or creators, right? So that's a totally different type of relationship that you have with them. Like they, they have a different relationship with their audience. They're going to need different entry points um, and they're going to need to be paid differently and motivated differently than a kind of traditional affiliate. And it's also the same thing with ambassadors. I think people just kind of use those words interchangeably. They say affiliate and they mean ambassador or influencer or traditional affiliate. So the first step is who are you targeting and why? Why does it make sense for your business? And let's reverse engineer it from there in terms of how you can pay, how quickly you can pay and what types of assets you're gonna provide them and how high converting that they are. Awesome, yeah, I agree. If companies can pay $5, I think big influencers <laughs> uh, don't, like, why? don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, they're, they don't want, I mean, you have to also understand where you fall on the totem pole. I think that's yeah. a really important thing. I see so many people coming to me and they're like, we have the best program on earth, the most amazing results. And you look at their marketing and you're like, okay, but like your marketing is terrible. Your user experience is terrible. Your load time on your pages are terrible. The amount of money that you're willing to pay is minimal. Like what why would i as an all commission salesperson for your business which is what your affiliate partners are why would i choose you over everybody else even if you do have the best program like the rest of it's trash so um i'm just not willing to do that they're usually going to go for somebody that has the best marketing the best payouts etc and unfortunately that doesn't always mean that they have the best products right so i think it's our responsibility to get better both on the product side and on the marketing side and the user experience side. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I remember one of my friends asked me, please help uh, to promote my affiliate program. And we did it. Uh, we got a lot of sales on our YouTube channel. We have a few YouTube channels. One of them bring a lot of great customers. And uh, we uh, have a blog with a lot of uh, people who can read this blog every single day. And yeah, 
I promoted this affiliate program to earn $1.2. Exactly. Are you ever going to do that again? No, 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 no. no. It's interesting about that. When we failed to get real money, I replied, my friend, sorry, I can't help anymore. And then um, he decided to pay me for just marketing his services uh, a lot more, plus $1,000, you know, just for mentions. So it means something was wrong with this program. Can you tell what kind of problem can be uh, like uh, to change the ratio if uh, someone are willing to pay for marketing advertisement, but uh, their affiliate programs can bring, I don't know, almost zero, you know, so probably they need to change the ratio or anything else. If you can bring some insights, I will share with my friend about that. Well, let's play around a little bit with your example, because I think that's more fun. It's actually something that happened to you, right? So uh, this is something that I always tell my clients um, is, you know, you took a significant risk by promoting your friend's offer. Right. Mm-hmm. You could have promoted anything else that would have made you money, a lot more money that day. Of course. Right. And it's it's not free money. You paid money to acquire these people. Right. Like in some way, whether you paid on paid media to acquire them or whether you paid in time because you did SEO or you did some other form of doing things, it was still cost you in some way to get these eyeballs on your blog, on your YouTube channel, at the very least, it's an investment of your time and your time is valuable. So what I always tell clients is, um, I want you to put yourself in your affiliate partner's shoes, which means a lot of them have spent a significant amount of money to create their audience, to create, you know, have their email list, to, um, you know, build their YouTube channel, whatever, right? They, They have spent a lot of money and a lot of time So knowing that when you come to them with an unproven and untested offer, and I don't care if you have a lot of data on how your offer performs on Facebook or how it performs on Google ads, that does not translate equally over to affiliate partners. Now, there are some things that will translate over, but just because it succeeds on Facebook in its current form doesn't mean it's going to succeed when your affiliate partner promotes it. So I always tell them, set aside some money to test with your affiliate partners. And they always get very confused. They're like, wait a minute, I thought if I was doing affiliate marketing, it mean I didn't have to prepay. Like, I don't get why I have to do that. And it's like, I don't understand why you're very happy to take out your credit card and pay a faceless algorithm or Mark Zuckerberg a ton of money to just get impressions, right? You know that it doesn't mean that you're going to get a customer. It doesn't guarantee that. What it does guarantee is that your credit card is going to be spent, right? That money on your credit card will be spent no matter what. That's what's going to happen. Does not guarantee a sale. Yet you will not guarantee any sort of guarantee to your affiliate partner who's somebody that you actually know. And you're going to have to see at a networking event. Like, why would you not de-risk that relationship? So I always say, go to them and ask them. You know, if he had said to you, Anatoly, how much money do you traditionally make per day or, or how much money do you make with other affiliate partners? So tell me, how much would you have made that day if you had promoted another offer? Uh, I usually promote my products, nothing else. Uh, okay. I did it because uh, my friend asked about that. I yeah. usually deny all such requests, but uh, we Give don't- Give me a ballpark. Uh, Give me a ballpark. How much do you usually make from promoting your own offers, which will always be, by the way, usually more than usually, not always. Well, I don't know. In in a day, uh, if 
we speak about services, it's like uh, 3K a okay. day. Right. So, so, yeah. so that's, that would be the, the metric for me it would be like, Hey, if you want me to promote it and promote it hard, put it to every channel, my blog, do this, do that. Then, you know, what I would want is I want it to be around 3000. Um, I'd be happy maybe with two, right? So I'd be happy to test it and do a full send for two. Um, and in fact, I'll, I'll even do an, an additional step. I'll email it and I'll do a split test, right? I'll split test ahead, you know, a subject line, I'll give you some data on it, whatever, but I need a minimum of two grand to continue promoting it. It needs to hit three. Um, you know, and if it doesn't, then we're going to call it a day, but like at the end of the day, what you will get is data. That's what I can promise you, but you need to make sure that you're de-risking our relationship because this is not a charity at the end of the day, I need to make money. So that's what I would be doing. If I were your friend is trying to figure out from you, like, okay, how much money do you make from promoting your own offers? And then what, what amount of money would you be happy with? And now we know. So the conversation would be different. If you, if it was me and you promoted my offer and it made a dollar, I would come back to you and be like, dude, Mm -hmm. We really missed the mark. Like yeah. we are so short, like, I'm so sorry, but Hey, you know, you're going to make two grand from this. Cause I promised you that I would give you that to promote it. Now that is risky. I wouldn't do that with people that you don't know. Right. I would not do that with people that do not have good credibility in the space. I would make sure that when you're doing these types of deals is with somebody that's reputable like you, because when you say that's how much money you make percent, I believe you. There's a lot of other people that could take advantage and just say, yeah, I make an average of 3000 when they make maybe $30 a day. Right. So like, it's important to have, you know, no like, and trust. It's also important to verify trust, but verify. that would be my other thing. It's like, okay, if you, if you say that you do do that, can you show me a screenshot of that actually being true? Um, sometimes when I ask that question, they're like, oh yeah, I like to make $10,000 of promotion per affiliate program. And I kind of know, I'm like, okay, that must be the highest, highest, highest end of what you actually generate. I'm talking about the average is what I want to know. What is the average? And if you can make the average, would you be happy with that? So it's just a, it's just a little investigation work, but I would just say from that example, your friend missed an opportunity to work with you because the point of affiliate marketing is not to get one promotion. It's to get a promotion from your affiliate partners day after day, month after month, quarter after quarter, year after year, rinse and repeat. So he missed a huge opportunity and he could have come to you and just said, Hey, you know, would you be happy even with $1,500, maybe half, I'll guarantee you half of that. And if we don't make that, then I'm going to keep working on my offer and come back and maybe you'll test it again. Had he been able to give you that, would you have tested it again? Would be my question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have, right? Because it's he's de-risking you, right? And so he's also what he's doing is he's protecting the relationship from a business perspective, right? Because now when he comes back to you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a different story. Like now you're gonna be your guard's gonna be up. You're gonna be like, dude, last time I did it, I made no money. Like it's not worth it to me, right? And you keep growing in your influence you keep growing in your email list and in your visibility and in your audience. So now you're even more valuable today than you were when that promotion happened. You're even bigger, right? And so now he would have had an even better opportunity. Every single month that goes by, you keep growing, right? And every single month that goes by, you want to work with him less and less because your risk factor goes up even more to promote somebody like that when it bumps. 
Awesome, awesome. I love it, love it. Yeah, I'll share this episode with my friend. I will let him know why he felt yeah. <laughs> to cooperate with me. But yeah, yeah uh, I, I did it because of uh, friendship. Of course. I'm, tra- I'm trying not to, to mix friendship and business. Um, um, it's better to go away from that. But yeah, sometimes I can. <laughs> but there's a way to do it, right? Like I just said, which is like, I value our friendship so much. I think this is where we need to flip it on its head is I value our friendship so much that I don't want you to risk any, you know, or lose any financial gain. So let's try to get down to the brass tacks of what do you normally make per promotion, right? Because that will help kind of center me. And then it's my decision on whether or not I can afford to do that guarantee, right? Mm -hmm. So then now it's on me. He could have looked at it and been like, you know what? And I've seen this time and time again, I tell my clients that like when they come to me and they're like, hey, I've got this great offer, you promote it to your list. I'm like, okay, well, this is how much money we generally make from our list, like happy to test it. You know, we can maybe chop our list in half, you know, and it's it'll be less, but this is like what we'd normally make. Would you be willing to guarantee it? And then the answer is like, no. And it's like, well, why not? I thought you were so confident about your numbers. That just shows me that you're actually not that confident and you want to get confident on my data. And that's not what a friend does and it's not clean. So we do have an opportunity to to preserve the friendship and to strengthen the friendship and to be respectful of the friendship. And the way that you do that is you help them mitigate the risk. You don't make them take on 100 percent of the risk. And so when you tell them, hey, it's you know, I normally make three thousand by me for you as a friend, it's unproven. You know, if you could do fifteen hundred, I'll send it out to everyone. Would you be willing to do that? Now they have the opportunity to be like, okay, that sounds fair. Like I'll, I'll do that. Or you know what? That's a lot of money for me right now. And here's the problem that I see time and time again is I will watch somebody pay a copywriter 50 grand to write a VSL for them. And then they're going to spend money with, you know, their, their agency building out the funnel. And then they're going to do all this stuff. So by the time they're done, they're, you know, 75 grand in for this funnel. And then when it comes time to, paying their affiliate partner to test it, they're unwilling to because they're so far invested already in that they want everybody else to take the risk for them. And so I just think that's backwards thinking. What I'd be doing if I were any, you know, anybody listening is baking in a test budget to any of the things that I'm doing so that I don't risk my relationships in the future and that I know that, hey, I'm not going to just ask you to do things for me for free. Now, the positioning of it should also be if it meets your numbers next time, can we not do the prepayment? Mm-hmm. Right. Can we just have you run it on performance? Yeah. Awesome. Valuable. Valuable. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask about finding these influencers who, who, who can help. For example, we have relationship with my friend. Yeah, it works. Uh, but um, if uh, someone needs to find right influencers, I, I know it's not simple. It's not like to go to Instagram or any other place to find people to reach out. It takes time uh, to analyze, to find right influencers, uh, to measure their engagement. So let us know how to do it right. <laughs> I mean, like, because I, I, I know some companies who failed, failed a lot. Big companies who can earn million dollars revenue, great results with other channels, but they fail with affiliate marketing and can tell me it doesn't work for me. Uh, I leave it. So tell your insights how to do it right. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a few a few different ways of looking at it. I mean, first of all, I think that you need to be in places where those people are. Mm-hmm. There is power in proximity. 
it's different than when you're cold outreaching them via Instagram or, you know, hitting up their manager from the email address that they have in their bio, right? Like power is in the proximity. So I would say first, if you can get into rooms where they are, like uh, what is it, VidCon or some of these other ones, like if you can be in the room where they are and you can look at them eyeball to eyeball and you have a physical product or some way of showing them what they would be promoting, how valuable it is, I think that's one thing that's really important because you're going to skip the line. Now they actually know you. And I think that's worth the investment and the time is that you're willing to do that when most people aren't willing to do that. So I always look at like, what am I willing to do that other people aren't? And that's what's made me really successful. And I get in the room with them because once they're in the room with me, I'm going to make an impression and I'm going to get that business. I'm going to get that card. I'm going to get that number. Like that's just how I am. Right. So I think one power and proximity two leveraging your relationships and looking out into your network to see who knows these people, because I'm always going to answer a warm introduction and that's going to be really valuable to me. And then you pay that person. You just say, Hey, listen, if you can get me in touch with Andrew Huberman, right? Like that's going to be really valuable to my business. I'd love to, you know, pay you a referral fee on that. If any business closes on it. In fact, I'll just give you, you know, a thousand bucks for your time right now, just, you know, just in case. And I'll pay you a lifetime on that. Or I'll pay you for a year on anything that comes in. You want to pay and take care of your connectors. I think that's another way of going about it. You can use all the analytics tools until you're blue in the face. But unless you know what's actually going on with them, like, for example, uh, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons, a really good friend of mine. She's also my doctor. <clears throat> She's just hit the New York Times bestseller list with her book, Forever Strong. It's an amazing book. She has been a, a, a rising star, over 600,000 followers now on her Instagram, all built organically. It's an organic following. She never once paid to grow that at all. It's a very rabid fan base, very rabid fan base on you know her email list and everything. Since she hit that, right, there's been a huge influx of people reaching out to her because now she's a New York Times bestselling author. She was already amazing. I knew she was going to hit the New York Times because she's amazing. But now everyone else can see it. Everyone else can see the genius. Now she has that, you know, that extra star, right? There's been a lot of companies that reach out to her that have protein, uh, you know, companies because she talks about muscle and muscle being the organ of longevity and how important it is to eat protein. But if you had done some research, you would see that she's already, already in bed with first form. That is her protein of choice. She already works with them. So I see all these people reaching out to her. Oh, do you know, like, oh, look at our protein. Like, it shows me that you've done zero research and you don't know the game. You don't understand that she already is in bed with somebody, right? So I think that's the other part is just knowing her motivations. It's like, what are some other things that you can do to work with her? She's She works out every single day. Look at that body. She is so fit. If I was somebody that had, you know, a really awesome unique, like, I don't know, lifting glove or, um, you know, really cool set of sweat proof, you know, headphones or, or bows or, or beats or whatever, that would be a good target for me. Cause I see she doesn't already have a partnership with, with that particular thing. Right. So it's just really going to them and being in proximity, being where they are, looking at them, studying them and seeing like what existing partnerships do they have? What is the opportunity for me? And I just don't think people think that way. They just look and they say, oh, here's the followers. Here's the engagement. Let me reach out to them and I'll blast them as many times as possible. It's like, you don't know what who they're already aligned with and what their long-term goals are, right? So it's really important for you to do that because I just, I, I could do 10 outreaches and I'll get eight influencers to work with me. I don't need to blast 
a thousand people at once because I'm smart. I go to places where they are. I pay the people who connect me to them. And I figure out what's in alignment with their long-term strategy and how they're being paid. And maybe I can offer them more money, right? But maybe I can also offer them a better product that's going to be in more alignment with where they currently are. So I think that's like my best advice. And it's counterintuitive what most people will say, but I'm in the people business. And I, I know that what people value, what they like is they like to be in person and they like to align themselves with people who understand them. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Amber, uh, let's talk about companies uh, that don't need affiliate marketing programs. I know big companies, for example, Apple doesn't mm -hmm. have affiliate programs. Ahrefs, popular tool, doesn't use any uh, affiliate programs. Uh, their competitors like SEMrush can use a lot affiliate uh, to cooperate with influencers who can bring customers. So can you tell uh, how to figure out for companies, do they need to use affiliate marketing or ignore it? Uh, why HRFs and Apple can ignore? Uh, why SEMrush and many other big companies can use affiliate marketing to get new customers? And uh, tell how to find this balance. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Apple has partnerships ah. with brands, right? Because they, I know they acquired Beats, but that's an example of a partnership. Like before they bought them, they were, they had beats in their store. They did something with them. They did had them in some way, they had some relationship with them. So I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, affiliate marketing to me is kind of the catch all term, but I think at the end of the day, it's partnership marketing is mm -hmm. really what you should look at. And they do have partners that they trust, right? So I would argue that every business could benefit from partnering with the right people it needs to elevate the brand it either needs to be a match right for these big companies it, it you know I, a good example is like supreme and louvuitton right two totally different companies but they did a collaboration i saw gucci and adidas right that's another one i have some of that clothing because i love gucci and i love adidas so to me it was like a no-brainer like it's an elevated streetwear that i can wear on stage now right so there are companies that do that. It's it's a collaboration. It's a partnership. And so that is affiliate marketing in a sense because you're partnering with another brand. And what it's doing is it's opening you up to a whole new channel of customers that you didn't have before, right? And it's new visibility and it's it's new ways of, of introducing your products to a new market in a new form. So I do think it would benefit them to do that. I think every company would do that. And, it, and what it did is I think it elevated adidas right to the level of gucci in that way but for gucci it it showed them a new demographic of people that were on the high end and higher end of the buying spectrum on the adidas side so i do see it, it happening with regularity i mean i i was just looking who was it that was was doing a presentation they were showing i think it was a lucid if you bought a lucid you would get your pick of a Louis Vuitton bag. I mean, that is affiliate marketing. It's partnership marketing, dude. You know, it's like it's acquiring new channels in that way. I just don't, I think people miss it, you know, but it it is done even at those levels. Mm, I never thought it's like affiliate marketing. Yeah, we can relate, but I never thought. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, HRFs cooperate with many influencers uh, and I cooperated with HRFs. They uh uh, they paid me for sponsorship on this podcast uh, mm -hmm. for some time. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, why not? If you can use partnership 
uh, like Michael Jordan and Nike. <laughs> so. Exactly. That, exactly. That's an influencer partnership, right? Like it, it is, it's all about just looking for the subtle signals. I think it's like, you know, like they are doing it, but it, they're, what they're doing is they're selective as hell and they can mm -hmm. be, and they should be right. Because yeah. when you're a premium brand, you only want to be associated with other premium brands, either at your level or above. Right. Because now you're getting that's what's cool about affiliate marketing and partnership marketing. It's it's not just about sales. It's also about PR. It's about brand awareness. It's all these different things. It's an endorsement. Right. So basically what, what what's happening there with with Nike and with with Jordan is Jordan's subtly saying this is the best shoe and Nike subtly saying this is the best athlete. Right. That's what's really being said in, in that exchange. And it's the same thing with Supreme and Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton is saying Supreme is the best streetwear. And Supreme is saying Louis Vuitton is the best luxury. Right. So it's like that's that subtle thing in, in that translation. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, personally, I don't like such partnerships between sportsmen and brands uh, because I pay five times more for uh, soccer boots for my son because of mm -hmm. these partnerships. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I bought one pair for myself for uh, $25, Adidas, great boots. But yeah. uh, I need to pay $180 for my son <laughs> boots because Bobpe can play on these boots. I can <laughs> uh, market them. Uh, I ask, Same boots, uh, Same boots, but it was the brand though that's now labeled on yeah. top of it that makes it valuable. It's that to totally the same. I it's ask the perception. It. It's the perception that makes it valuable, right? It's how you are perceived when yeah. you wear that, yeah. which is uh, what you're going after. You're going after the perception of being somebody that is a luxury commodity. Yeah. Uh, I'll share this episode with my son as well, uh, because <laughs> my soccer coach couldn't convince him <laughs> that it's the same. <laughs> so it's the same, I mean... it's the same, but it isn't right. It's the same. It's the same materially. It's not the same yeah. emotionally or, or perception wise. It is yeah. different. Yeah, it's personal issue. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, I wanna ask more about affiliate marketing, uh, about failures, uh, and let me explain why. Um, I often see when companies fail with uh, new channels, and for example, I know one company that uh, lost 500k uh, in paid marketing uh, and uh, to get zero leads. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's not affiliate marketing, but uh, I get a lot of questions about affiliate marketing as well. Why it doesn't work for me? Why I can't get results? And similar, uh, I I know it it's it depends. Each case is different. It depends. Yeah. But if you can share some list how to analyze why it's failing for someone or and succeed for others. So any tips how to find find it out <laughs> totally um i think it goes back to um the commitment that i was talking about before i'll give you a really good example i have a client <clears throat> i'm not going to say any names of who this client is but this client saw me speaking on stage um at an event and he pulled me off stage said i want to work with you and i said okay cool have you ever done affiliate marketing before no but we know it's important for our business so we want to hire you so they hired us to consult with them on what we call a 90-day sprint. And that 90-day sprint, we figure out 
everything about your business. We do a full SWOT analysis and then we figure out, okay, if we're building a program from scratch, what are your competitors paying? <clears throat> what are you paying? We need, he needed to get on, you know, have affiliate tracking. We need to figure out what affiliate tracking software will work best with his tech stack, you know, all this other stuff. He looked at me in the eyes on the call and said, this is so important to me that I'm going to spend this amount of money to work with you and I'm going to be your best student. And I was like, great. I love that. You're committed. I don't want to work with anyone anyways if they're not committed. Very quickly, within the first week or two, he showed signs that he was actually not going to be committed. He was showing up to calls. He's texting on the calls. You know, he's immediately saying, oh, yeah, um, I don't really want to. I thought you were going to do this for me. And I told him from the beginning, it's in all our contracts, it's on our onboarding, that what I'm not going to do is do it for you. I'm going to do it with you. I'm going to build it with you right? Because I can't tell you what your margins are, right? I can't, I can't tell you how much you should be paying people. I can tell you what other people are paying, but every business is different. What I'm going to teach you is the skill set and how to think. Kept blowing off calls, kept pushing off calls, kept doing all these things. So that was immediately a sign to me that this person's actually not committed. This person actually just wants someone to do it for them. And there are other people who will do that. There's other people that would take his money but I'm not one of them. So we refunded him because I don't want to work with somebody like that. I think that's the first thing is like, if you're really committed, you need to do, you need to do it. You need to show up and you need to hire good mentors if you can. And that's the other thing. It's like collapsing time. You could spin your wheels for a year or two. Now on the other side, talking about SAS Academy, some of the best clients I've ever had, they're pacing ahead of, of even that 90 day sprint they get off call and they do the work that we agreed to. They come back. We go through everything with them. Okay, this is great. How did you think about this? Did you think about this? We figured out, you know, what their payments are, all this stuff. That's the type of client that's a dream because one, they're committed. They showed me both in their time and their energy and their money that they're committed. They sought out the best. We are in that 90-day sprint. I can guarantee you that we probably cut off two years of their learning, of them spinning their wheels and getting ghosted and not knowing like what's going on. And, and that's like that's the other part of it is the commitment and the willingness to invest into the right coaching, which is so incredibly valuable, and somebody who values their time. If you don't have the money to do that, then you need to spend the time. So you need to spend the time, you know contacting people on Facebook and joining the Facebook groups and downloading the free resources and watching YouTube and doing all that stuff. It's either money or it's time, but either way, you're going to do both, right? I always tell clients, like, you might have the money, but you you haven't spent the time building the relationships with the right people, knowing what it is that's happening in your industry, understanding where you fall on the totem pole. So it's both, right? And I just think that that's always the best indicator. When I see someone failing, it's usually because it's an afterthought for them. They're like, okay, I'm going to do what everyone else is doing. Or I tried it and it didn't work. I promoted it with an affiliate. It didn't work. And it's like, okay, you need to get a hundred at bats to really understand what's going on. So you failed yourself. You gave up too early on yourself. And usually that's a reflection of if they're doing that internally, I can tell you with the client that I was just talking about him quitting like that, he's probably doing that in his personal life. In other ways, it's just a symptom. What, how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So I think that's a very clear thing for me when I see it is like, or somebody who's who's you know they they're outsourcing all their power to me or to somebody else. Oh, you do it. I have the money. You do it for me. Well, I need to teach you how to think, right? And and knowledge and experience is very valuable. Like I can't do all the thinking for you because when I leave, you're gonna have nobody here. 
right? So it's like very, very important. And uh, I think that's why most people fail at this is because they don't understand. They And they're not willing to spend the time to learn. They're not willing to pay somebody that can shortcut their learnings with them uh, and teach them the ropes. So that's usually when, when I see people failing the most. Yeah. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. And I have my final question. Yes. I asked this question before, but anyway, I want to ask one more time. <laughs> uh, because I have new listeners and people love the answer on this question to learn from experts. If you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, it's your first day in affiliate marketing. What will you do if you know nothing but want to become an expert in one day? It's a good question. Um, I would, I mean, YouTube, dude. YouTube's like, I would just spend all my time on YouTube. Like, that's the best education online. Um, I would study people probably like Alan Sultanic and uh, the greats like Jay Abraham. Um, you know, Jay Abraham's probably one of the best I've ever seen at, at talking about joint ventures and, and the power of partnerships. Um, you know, I would just, I would study the grades. I would be on YouTube the whole time. I'd be figuring out how to, how to like learn all these skills. And, um, then I would do what I do best, which is just start reaching out on the phones or going to places where these people are, you know, being in proximity with them. That's how I built my entire career. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Love yeah. it. So valuable. Uh, it's a big pleasure to get yeah. you back on my show to learn Great from you. <laughs> I, I always love to learn from you because Same. you're you're so kind to share these valuable bombs with me So <laughs> and with my audience. Tell the best way how to keep learning, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Of course, dude. Well, listen, I'll, I always give my email address to anybody that wants to contact me directly. It's actually my actual email address. It's amber at East Fifth Avenue dot com east fully spelled out five th avenue fully spelled um that's my email address hit me up i'm happy to help or go to eastfifthavenue.com and you can learn more about us there but any way that i can support people in their journey of increasing their reach and their revenue with affiliate marketing i'm here for it i want to help awesome awesome love it love it so yeah. when uh i when i i'm going to launch my my tool soon so uh, probably I need this affiliate program. Guys, Thank I recommend you. anyone uh, to cooperate with Amber Spears to learn more, to get this great service. As you can see, a lot of valuable insights. So you can find the link to LinkedIn account, to uh, this email in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. And see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show? Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital marketing wisdom. See you next episode.